This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Business Champs. This is the show where we focus on responsible business practices. We believe and we understand and the research shows that sustainable business practices that focus on both positive environmental and social impact is the way that technology and strategy is headed. It's a winning strategy for your small business. Small businesses can connect with large businesses to gain market share, strengthen your brand and reduce your risk. So welcome to our show. Welcome to another episode of Business Champs. You're joined by co-host Britt Bogues at Britt Bogues on all platforms, owner of Bogues Group. Hey, it's C.T. Anderson at C.T. Creation Care. Find me online. (laughs) Hit me up on the gram. Hit me up on the gram. No, don't do that. (laughs) She won't respond for weeks, don't worry. (laughs) I'm going to say, Britt could tell you right now, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Well, um, I'm excited for this episode because I feel like the last episode, we got to get like a general understanding, um, you know, everything of what is net zero by uh, 2050. So now it's like, okay, well, how do we have tips for individuals as families, but also as business owner to like really apply this to our life? Um, How do we, you know, dumb it down? How do you like... You know, I need one of those guides. Like, I need a step-by-step. So, you know, I'm just speaking for myself, but maybe for others, too. I'm down with (laughs) step-by-step. And I get so excited about this topic. Um, Britt will tell you, sometimes I say stuff, and she's like, what the heck are you saying? Yes. Um, But I I will say, the last episode, I forgot to mention the importance about net zero by 2050, what that irreversible change at the end of the century would mean. So scientists have said that we need to keep the Earth's temperature to no more than a 1.5 degrees Celsius increase by the end of the decade, end of the century. Okay. We're now on track, I think, for like a three degrees or four degrees pathway. Ooh, that's aggressive. So that's why companies have set these decade of action because we're headed in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Yes, by a lot. And so there's a guy who works in climate and has for a very long time where I've heard him say, you know, slowing down or... Um, slowing down is not necessarily what we need to do. We need to reverse course Mm -hmm. because he's like, if you're going the wrong way, just because you slow down doesn't mean you're going to get to where you're supposed (laughs) to be going. Exactly. You're still going the wrong way. You're still going the wrong way. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I love that because I feel like for so long um, to kind of slow walk us there, people are like, well, just like, let's do, let's just keep it at bay. But it's like, nah, right now, bruh, where we're at, it needs to be aggressive. It's the point of no return. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. So like, yeah. So what are those tips? Like maybe starting from like an individual, then maybe going to the family and um, small business owner or business owner in general. Um, But I would love to, because I mean, you've been in spaces where uh, larger corporations are focusing on sustainability. So I'm sure that there's things clearly that they're doing since they're part of this pact. Yeah, I think so. I think if you just start with the basics of think twice mm-hmm. when you're shopping. Mm. I think I shared this with a group um, this weekend. Oh, shout out to the Delta Sigma Theta sorority of Davidson College. They were awesome. They came okay. and did a, a Black History Month thing with us last weekend. 
And uh, I don't know when people will hear this, but I had to give them a shout out because they were awesome. At any rate, one of the things I shared with that group is that it's very similar to meal planning, meal prep. Mm -hmm. A lot of folks are into meal prep. Yes. So when you go to the grocery store, you think about things that are going to be, you know, you're going to use for the week in meal Mm -hmm. prep. Do the same thing when you shop for anything. Think about what it is you're buying. Do you need it? Mm -hmm. And what's going, what are the ingredients in it? That's just one of the conscious consumption is a term that was used before. I don't think it caught on. But, you know, for those of us in sustainability, it's, it's a thing. But it's basically just like don't just buy things willy nilly mm-hmm. just because. And I think most adults get to that point in your life where you've accumulated enough stuff. You don't do that anyway. But even folks that are younger, like taking the time to plan out when you're buying physical things is a really big deal. Yes. Um, I am really into fashion, as you know. I have my company <laughs> focus on sustainable fashion and textile recycling. Like I don't, I rarely buy anything brand new. Yes. Rarely. I just bought two new pairs of shoes that weren't new. They were new to me. And it took me a while to get to that point because I think I shared with you before, I don't like buying used shoes. But I've found a couple of places where I can get them and they're trusted. Um, And I just build in, okay, I'm going to clean it again anyway because that's just how I work. Mm -hmm. But I like the shoes. And I know that we kind of talked about this because I'm I'm thinking about getting one of those like electric compost. But I like I was hearing this other woman speak about it, but like it really is an individual thing that you can do, but it does make a big difference. And there's like local and national composting groups that will literally take your compost after you've used it. Cause I had no clue that like food or whatever doesn't really break down all the time at like um the like what is it the what are they called like the trash places I don't know the landfill landfill thank you yeah <laughs> and like they just sit there and I was like wait what and so like why not repurpose it and like have it be used for like gardening or so many other things and like it's just so beautiful so I was like that's definitely like an individual very th- it's a possible thing you can do yeah yeah and it's something that you're buying with the intention of using it for another purpose. For sure. Um, Reduce, reuse, recycle. What we all learned as kids is real. Yeah. So the conscious consumption is the first part of that reduce. Reduce, reuse, recycle is actually in order of importance, in order of impact. Okay. If you reduce how much you buy, then there's less impact to the planet. Because to your point about corporations, everyone that's worked for a major corporation, we all have customers. Yeah. We're not going to keep producing things if the customers aren't buying them. So true. Have you noticed in the grocery store how much stuff is organic and plant-based right now? I can't even imagine. It it wasn't that way 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I have an old cookbook. I don't think I still have it anymore, but I used to have an old cookbook that it literally taught you how to make plant-based milks. And oh, it, cool. It was like almond milk or soy milk back in the day, like how to make it because you couldn't find it in the grocery store. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nowadays. Now it's, it's so, I mean, I love it. I love a good soy milk. Yes. So that point is that we can do something with our buying power. We can vote with our dollars mm-hmm. and then companies will adjust. We do have the we do have the power. So you're going to do your composting. Now that means that there are even more composting companies that will be like, 
oh, I have a bigger market share. For the longest time here in Charlotte, locally, we only had one local composting company. Now there's, I think, two or three. Yeah, I will say, like, in the marketing and slash, like, PR spaces, communication space that I'm in, um, we definitely see a lot of um, our clients and just overall the research so shows that, like, we have the most educated buyers right now. People have access to reviews, their friends, and their social media, there's company websites, there's testing. So, like, people really do their research, and they are now more than ever are spending where their morals where their values are and so like they are kind of paying attention to like what companies value and support and so um you definitely want to be in front of that as well absolutely i mean 15 20 years ago you had to go to specialty shops yeah and it was only available to a certain segment of the population now I can go to my local grocery store yeah. and get whatever I need at whatever price point. Okay. I mean, Consumers have the buying power. I mean, they have the power. Yeah. yeah. And we all deserve to live a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody wants to be in that group that is not, doesn't have access. <laughs> yeah. Particularly for us as black Americans where we've traditionally not had access to a lot of things. Exactly. Um, so I'm not going to start preaching, but yeah, just thinking twice before you shop is a really great way. And I'm, I'm I want to talk about the fashion, Brit. I know you don't want to talk about. <laughs> I love fashion. What do you mean? Oh wait. Oh yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. See, <laughs> loving fashion is great. Oh too. yeah, we're talking about fast fashions. Okay. Yes. I mean, yes. Guilty of sometimes buying fast fashion, but now you're right. Like now that I'm seeing the impact, like no more. I'm standing up against it. I mean, when you found out, what was that? documentary that came out a while ago supersize me yeah like when you saw that you kind of stopped buying fast food yes oh yes you're right oh my gosh that hamburger sitting in the window for days right it did everything yes. so fast fashion is very similar yeah. it's just it's the same analogy it's like it should not take it should not be on the runway and then in the local store like the next week <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was watching like a like a rerun of like a fashion show or something, and I saw the most amazing swimsuit, like Dolce, Dolce & Gabbana or something. Mm. One day later, Fashion Nova literally had <laughs> – I couldn't believe it. I was like, that was fast, <laughs> like fast. Well, Britt, you know what it takes to get that that fast. First of all, they can't produce it in the States. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's just gone. The apparel yeah. industry is just not really yeah. here. Um. You have to be under working conditions where you have to turn around things really fast. Mm -hmm. So who knows what that looks like? They're in countries where the regulations aren't the same. Oftentimes it's it's women. Yeah. I mean, let's just be real. Like, is it worth that nice swimsuit? No, it's not. It's not. So I guess like what are some good like alternatives? Like, of course, we can do like, you know thrifting and like go to Goodwill and like other like, you know, local or like national places to like shop or get your secondhand. I know like online there's like the real real and like there's like, you know, websites like that. But I mean, what are some alternatives maybe? I think if you're really into fashion and you want to look cute and that's never going to go away. Yeah. The world could be coming to an end, but somebody's going to have on a nice fit. Like that's just the way we work in this world. I mean, not everybody, but that matters to a lot yes. of people. So that doesn't mean that you have to go out and, you know, buy just a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know, if you want to just focus on only buying quality items mm -hmm. and you want to budget for that, 
that's okay. Yeah. You can say, I'm going to buy the original Dolce & Gabbana suit that costs three times as much, but then I only have four swimsuits yeah. as opposed to 24 that I throw away. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you can still buy new. Yeah. CT chooses not to because that's, I'm just hardcore like that. But if you see me in a store and I pick up something new, don't come for me, people. Sometimes it's just cheaper to buy it. It's just better for me to buy it new. Like, Okay. That's and I, when I say cheaper, I mean in terms of the time it takes. Yeah. Because it does take a while if you're looking on the sites like Poshmark and those side kind sure. of sites. to You got to find – you can't go out saying I need this specific thing and mm-hmm. expect to find it secondhand. There you go. Okay. Not always. It's, you know, adjust your expectations. Adjust your expectations. Okay. Right? We're not in a rush. Like, okay. don't wait till the last minute because you just got to have the latest and greatest. Okay. Well, I think you gave so many great tips for individuals. So do you want to, like, summarize them before we move to, like, families? But I feel like you gave a lot of great ones. Yeah, I think just being... Conscious consumption is the, is the punchline of that. Okay. Just thinking about what you buy and what you purchase, not just for on your bodies, but in your bodies. CLT first. That's spelled C. L-T-1-S-T. It's a refreshing new podcast of Charlotte People by Charlotte People for Charlotte People. No bots, no AI, just real human voices. We call it news for people who are so over local news. We work with natural allies, all locally owned, like the Charlotte Ledger, Queen City Nerve, Charlotte Post, and many others. We're all about local, local, local with minimal murder and mayhem. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Instagram. Change your morning routine with us. CLT first. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. As we talked about individuals, moving on to families, like what are some tips that they can do to be mindful of their carbon emissions and like their impact on this beautiful earth? Yeah, so the production of meat is environmentally destructive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not promoting that anyone is becomes a vegan or do 100% plant-based. Everybody's journey is different. And we talked about on a podcast once that sometimes that you go plant-based and it may not be, you might be the right blood type, you know? Your hair might fall out. Like, I don't know. However, consider integrating as many plant-based options into your diet as possible. There's a movement called Meatless Mondays. Yes. Where people, you know, they're doing it even in in public schools now. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, you know, once a week, I think we can all eat plant-based once a week. Yeah. That's doable. If everybody on the planet did did that, the demand for meat would go down. For sure. Yeah. Um. I found this one online where they were talking about celebrating mindfully for the holidays. Okay. So when you give gifts to people, opt for experiences as opposed to material gifts. Now, I know we like material <laughs> gifts, Britt. You want me to Who pause me? so you can do your material <laughs> gift commercial? What? <laughs> but the experience never goes away. You always for have sure. that memory. That's so true. I agree. I love experiences. Yeah, and we even talked about this before. Like, you know, when you're also gift giving, you know, recycle, use gift bags so you can reuse them. Like, different things like that. Very doable for family members. And, yeah, I love it. 
And it's more unique. It's more thoughtful. For when sure. somebody gives a gift and they wrapped it in something that is means something to you. Yeah. Or you know that they reused it. Like, it just puts more... It shows more effort. And isn't that the point of gifts? Is that people want to see the effort that you put in? Yeah, so true. Just think about when you get a gift and somebody just gives you a gift card to a store that you never shop at. And then there's like a stat or statistic out that most people don't even use the gift card. (laughs) And gift cards are made of what? Plastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another thing for families to consider. For sure. Is ditching plastic. Yeah. I heard someone say this the other day. Um, I was at work and... You know, I have all reusable stuff. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how even for her kids, she went out and bought um, not the top of the line, but she bought like regular utensils. Mm -hmm. And those are their lunch utensils. Oh, I've been seeing a lot of like sustainability things talking about like the certain cookware you're using, making sure it doesn't have all those like – plastics and things like that. I was like, that is awesome. There's a whole movement. Like Amazon, um, because I have an Amazon Amazon shop, Mm -hmm. they have like all of these beautiful looking like cookware just for that. How many jobs do you have, (laughs) child? Let's pause here and just discuss. I don't have many jobs. It's just like the, I don't like calling myself like a, you know, influencer, but like it's like one of those things, you know? Okay. So you are an influencer. I don't know. I don't like saying that. Okay. Okay, whatever. So we can talk about your Amazon shop another day because I did not realize that you had an Amazon shop. <laughs> you need to have a whole sustainability piece for your Amazon shop, right? I mean, I'm thinking about it. I'm definitely going to do that now. I've started to find like some of my favorite products um, and stuff like that. So it's a vibe. It's a move. There are apps right now where you can look to see if the claims that people make on their packaging or about sustainability of their is right. Oh, cool. There's one that I really love. It's called the environmental working group. Mm -hmm. It's not a sexy name, but (laughs) it's, they have an app and you literally can look it up in the store. You can scan the QR code while you're in the store or you can put by the brand and they can let you know. And they have kind of like a red, yellow, green. So like I was looking, I have seen that. Yes. I was looking for some new concealer, I think. And the one I wanted to get, I ended up not getting. Oh, Because okay. it was red cool. for the, the chemicals that it was made out of. Okay, so for your Amazon shop, this is what we're going to do. We're going to come up with the best gift-giving kit Yeah. for sustainable stuff. Okay, love it. Done. And we can do it for different things. Yes. It can be for, like, cosmetics. It can be for, like, a lunch kit. It can be for... Done. Girl, you should have led with that. How, how do I have to find out on the I, podcast that you have a... I don't know, but it does create a great segue to like tips that small business owners can do, you know, to get ready for this 2050 net zero, you know, resolution that we've got going on. So, you know, what can some small business owners do? All right. Fair enough. (laughs) I think one of the first things is that you have to assess where you are. Mm -hmm. Like how much energy are you spending to run your business? How much water are you using to run your business? What goes into your products and services? Yeah. That's step number one. Once you know that, once you measured it, then you can determine what the next steps are. And so if you have an action plan, if you've implemented something, the next thing to do is market it and put it on your shop. Yes. Or put it in your materials. People need to know. They need to understand. We're all storytellers, right? We're always trying to tell a story about uh, our business, our cause, our community, whatever the case may be. So energy, waste, and water. Mm -hmm. We know those are the, the, 
Eel. Eel. <laughs> yes. That's the main like focus mm-hmm. for climate change mitigation for making to, to be net zero by 2050. Focus on the energy you use, the waste you produce, the water you use. Then after that, how is your operations, the products and services that you do? What are the impacts there? And so once you do that, then you just have to pump it out and share your story and mm-hmm. learn. And there's so many. I mean, it's by industry. I was talking the other day at a in a work uh, meeting, and we were talking about all the different industry groups. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a green events a group. Yeah. You know? We met with Ashley Gladney of the mm-hmm. Hornets at the Spectrum Center. There's a whole green sports alliance. Yeah. I mean, there are people literally... Whatever you need, there's something associated with making sure that we mitigate climate change impact and we get to net zero by 2050. This is a real deal. Yeah. And the coolest thing about it is like once you start implementing some of these things, you can also apply for awards and also certifications and things like that to further the sustainable whole, you know, curriculum and life and sustainable lifestyle. Of course, the PR lady talks about awards and certifications. (laughs) I love you. I love you for that. Um, we did talk a little bit about transportation. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So you mentioned that your small business, you know, your company is mostly virtually, mm-hmm. you know, run virtually. Yes. So you reduce employee commuting. Yes. That's a big deal. Transportation contributes significantly to climate change. Yeah. So that's some, that's one thing that companies can consider. Not everybody can work remote and you mm-hmm. can't do it all the time. But hybrid work is, is mm-hmm. where we're going. It's where we are. And it's a little bit of employee satisfaction. Oh, agreed. Yes. I mean, let's just keep it real. Some days you just don't need to be going into the office for your own mental health. Yes. Um, And so you can protect the mental health of others. And they said a happy employee definitely is a productive employee. So I think that's definitely something to um, consider. Yeah, I think, I don't remember if I have the stat in front of me. I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's like seven to eight times more productive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they stay. Yep. See? Retention, baby. Right. Because yeah. how much does it cost to train a new employee? Okay. Time, money, your wits. Aren't you hiring somebody right now? <laughs> yes. Time, money, your wits, everything. And, and when you hire somebody, they're not ready to go day one. <laughs> of course not. No. Yeah. There's a lot of historical background needed. There's just a lot of nuances for All sure. Right. Correct. So we might as well keep the people you have. Yeah. And keep them happy. Yes. So that's the benefit for small businesses is focusing on measuring your impact. There are folks out there. I can be reached. You know how to find me. I'll give you my email address because that's probably better. <laughs> ctcreationcare at gmail.com. Don't try to DM me. I'm forwarded over to Brit Bogues. <laughs> but, and, and it's not just me. I mean, I'm not just trying to, like, there are other companies that you can find out. There are calculators you can go online to yes. see to figure out what your impact is, and then you can come up with a plan. So with family, I think it's it's similar to the individual. Mm -hmm. Reduce, reuse, recycle, greening your home. Okay. So reducing your energy consumption, reducing your the things that you buy, reuse as much as possible, and then whatever you can't reduce and reuse, then you recycle it. Yeah. So I think you said consider consumption. I love that. So like, yeah. Conscious consumption. There you go. Absolutely. And... The holidays are family events. Mm-hmm. So changing how we give gifts and how we celebrate is, will be important, too. Love it. Okay. And then some t- key takeaways for the small business owners. Measure first. Yes. You always have to measure. We know that as small business owners. 
Then after you measure, then you can see what the next strategies are. They're, like I, we said before, we've said this on a number of, of episodes, but there are incentives for companies that are focused on sustainability. Like you're about to create a shop right now. We've <laughs> announced it. We've just launched it where you're going to focus on folks that have sustainable products. For sure. So if you have a sustainable product, hit Britt Bogues up. She yeah. might put you on her Let shop. But guess what? She has me backing her up so don't send <laughs> stuff that's not real claims because yes. we will do the homework we do the research okay we find the receipts <laughs> i am a research girly okay yes um so those are the types of things when you have your action plan then you can become certified and then once you get the certifications then people will even trust you even more for sure i think not just amazon but even other companies now when you go online they'll show sustainable impact they'll show woman-owned business they'll show locally sourced like they'll show those things that make your business stand out i love that yeah so for small business owners all day long awesome well i'm sure we'll have some variation of this episode or something further down the line but i mean i definitely learned some really valuable tips today so thank you so much for sharing your expertise and i always love chiming in but until next time, thank you so much for joining us on Business Champs. I am Britt Bogues I'm on all platforms at Britt Bogues and owner of Bogues Group. Thank you so much, Britt. I'm super excited to learn that you have this shop. <laughs> super excited that you're launching a kit. Like these are all the things that I did not expect going into this episode to find out. So that's awesome. Everybody, hey, it's C.T. Anderson at C.T. Creation Care on all social media. Hit me up. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much, everybody. You just listened to another episode of Business Champs. I'm C.T. Anderson. You can follow me at C.T. Creation Care on all social media. And I am Britt Bogues at Britt Bogues, owner of Bogues Group. We are a consulting agency ready to work for you. The Business Champs podcast is a production of the Bogues Group, Spring Clean, and Balto Creative Media. It is recorded at the Queen City Podcast Network studio in Uptown Charlotte. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.